Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. You'd be forgiven to think we were all going to end up in jail, by the way, if you read the front page of the Irish Daily Mail today. Nice big writing. Two years jail for excessive turf burning. You're all going to jail. The Green Party are going to make sure that people who burn excessive amounts of turf could face two years in jail under new regulations that come into force on Monday. And local authorities will be tasked with ensuring, well, they're going to police it, I believe, uh, that those using turf to heat their homes are not creating a significant level of air pollution. Is somebody going to measure this out of their chimney or something? And causing a nuisance to their neighbours. The smoky fuels ban introduced by the Green Party, nonetheless, uh, caused a major headache for the coalition earlier this year. And now there are concerns among backbenchers that the, uh, the strength of the new legislation was not communicated fully. In other words, they kind of sold us on a little bit. Initially, the sale or grifting of turf was to be banned wholesale and in an attempt to reduce air pollution levels. And after a backlash, it was agreed that anyone with turbery rights, where a family owns a plot of bog and cuts it to produce turf for their own personal use, could continue to give turf to the neighbours. But that's not the case. The new regulations however, warned that anyone burning turf could still be prosecuted. In a, frequent, a frequently asked question document prepared by the Department of Environment, users of turf were warned they are still liable for prosecution and the potential fines of up to 13,000 or two years in jail appear to contradict the promise made earlier by Minister Eamon Ryan who said earlier this year uh, of the ban it's not like we're going to put your granny in prison for turning turf, turf down the, burning turf down the road. Well, joining me on the line is Michael Fitzmaurice, independent TD for Common. Michael, is this just a sensational headline or do you think it's real? First of all, we need to deal with the facts. Um, facts are, and I'm just by the way, I'm a small bit horse. I was doing a charity event the weekend, doing an auction that we do down the country to raise funds, and I had no loudspeaker. You overdid it, Michael, did you? Well, no, I, I was two hours um, trying to raise funds, so it's pretty hard on the throat if you're well, trying I'd say, to I'd say it is, but shouting all the time. Yeah. But anyhow, um, first of all, I think the first clarification needs to be had is that the, the person that owns a bank can cut it, burn it, and sell it, right? Or give it. Um, is the is the is the wording. Second of all, and like the, the the whole thing is actually is like a sting in the tail of what has of the last piece of the regulation. Um, it states under the frequently asked questions as, as well. If I have old stock of be it coal, be it timber, be it turf, uh, that doesn't comply with the regs, um, can I uh, use it? And the answer is yes. And then underneath it, and this is the sting in the tail line. That, um, they say that if you, if your neighbour, if you believe your neighbour is that the word nuisance is used, um, or that their air quality is damaged, or that the air that they're the smoke that they're producing, to put it simple, is is affecting you, that you can ring someone in the council right. and report them. That's the bottom line. Now, just to be clear as well, um, excessive use of turf isn't in the wording anywhere, in fairness. And I'll put it this way to you. If you had a bag of bad turf or wet turf, what we call it, and you had tin trailer loads of dry turf, you will have no problem with your tin trailer loads of dry turf. Like whoever talked about excessive use it doesn't know what they're actually explaining about, to be quite frank about it. Okay, the legislation we were led to believe, and Leo Varadkar, by the way, did disagreed with the legislation going back a few months ago. And then Eamon yeah. Ryan came out and said that nobody was going to put your granny in prison. Correct, yeah. But it does seem like people could go to prison. And the suggestion at the time was that, you know, you could give it to your neighbour 
or well that was kind of suggested now it seems that according to the legislation that unless you own it you can't burn it so you can't give it to your neighbour well first of all um, you can under the regulation if you look at the exemptions it states clearly you can give it or sell it sell it as well be clear on that that you can sell it but this thing this thing in the tail this thing but what's the, the point in selling it to somebody if they can't use it then because under well, the legislation this, they can't this, use it this, this is the sting in the tail that we have to get clarification on where they say that if your neighbour believes that you're pushing up excess smoke or if you're pushing up, um, basically, if they feel you're polluting the air beside you, they can ring the council and you can be subject to the fines that you've already outlined, which looks to be one side of it contradicting the other. But let's get real. Yeah, but what's, what's the definition? I, I want, I'd love to know what the definition of a nuisance is. Well, this Smoke is, coming like, out of a chimney, is that know, a nuisance? You know yourself, but there's many a part of this country that one person doesn't talk to someone else beside them. And sure, you'll have, actually, the nuisance will be the person that's ringing the council. <laughs> yes. And second, yeah. second of all, Niall, let's put this into the real world. Ryan might live in a fantasy little land, but let's live in the real world. Um, what council can be going around looking up at chimneys around the country and wondering, is, is it turf? too much or is it enough or what? Like, sure, it's absolute total BS. But I mean, but I mean the, but the, but the problem is, I mean, look, you know, most politicians, and probably including yourself to some degree, and I'm not having a go now, I'm just saying, wouldn't be in a situation this winter where they don't have enough money to get oil or gas. And you've got people yeah. around the country who have yeah. a bit of turf on the land, a bit of wood maybe, and they'll burn it in their fireplace to keep themselves warm. I mean, this is really bad well, timing, first, isn't it? First of all, um, I'll declare very clear to you, I use turf. We have a stove at home yeah. and the stove heats all the radiators, right? My house is built in 99, northern bungalow, out the country, and we use that. We have an aisle back up, but to be honest about it, aisle today is 140, at least for kerosene, and it might be all right for me, but for an average of people out there, they can't afford it, and that's yeah. been straight with you. Yeah. And I acknowledge that fully. Second of all, we were at him for the last three months or four months. Um, you remember the tobacco, that I was actually talking with you before about it, where he was on about putting the number, the size of towns you could burn it in. We got him away from that with a big a bit of uh, belting and struggle. Um, we He was on about, you know, harder regulations. We got the wording in, coach, give, sell, um, which we understood got us over the line to resolve the issue. But what the man must understand is that be it on a forecourt or be it in a fuel merchant, that there's a lot of elderly that buy five or six bags of turf and you get it from the local fuel merchant. Now they'll have to try and get it from someone that owns a bog and still there's this sort of dirty sting, and I would call it a dirty sting, in the tail where he's saying, well, your neighbour could always ring the council and give out about you whether you're using coal or whatever. Mm. And that's like we're we're generally not a snitching nation, and Ryan is certainly well. Well, well, I'm more. This is what I'm concerned about. I mean, you remember during COVID, of course. You know, the, mm. we did turn into a bit of a snitching nation. We yeah. did, there was a fair few curtain twitchers. Oh, I think he's ten kilometres and it's outside <laughs> his zone. So there was a fair few curtain twitchers. Are the curtain twitchers going to be coming back in rural Ireland, looking walking down the street and going, "Oh, I see well, Mrs. I, Murphy has it, smoke coming out of our, our chimney." Ah, there's a there's a there's a big. There's a big uh, problem here because you also have fundamental environmentalists. Like, oh, I know, they, yeah. They, they are they're, they're, that's, no, they're called the Green Party. And, and <laughs> Michael. Well, <laughs> well, whatever you call them, but there's, there's 
those fundamental environmentalists that don't understand how people have to live in different areas and they could make a hobby out of this but like it's not enforceable in my opinion because well, he says he, they, they said they're going to enforce it. They said yeah, they're going to get local people, local environmental let's, officers yeah, to enforce yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but let's live in the in the in the real world. Um, at the moment, if I went up near your house and so, and 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 uh, which should never be done, by the way, and someone tipped rubbish, we it's a day or two before they can even come out. At the best yeah. in the world, <laughs> you were talking a while ago there about the lint it takes to guard the who, in fairness, are doing their best. Oh yeah, and are, and are in every corner of the country. So you tell me how one person in Dublin, one person in Galway, and one person in each county is going to zoom around all of Dublin or all of Galway and go around, go catching someone. Like, sure, okay, so do you, right? do you think it's not going to be taken seriously? Because according to this article I'm reading here, uh, on Monday when the legislation came in, and still to this day, by the way, Dundee still have advertisers selling turf, uh, yeah. which is against the regulations, by the way, so it's still happening. Now I yeah. don't know whether that's I don't know whether that's the responsibility of Dundee. Deal. It probably is their own responsibility to remove those ads now. Yeah, I'm not, and I'll be honest about it. In the line of the the online thing, generally for anyone that's a turf all their life, they'll always tell you that you go to an area and you're throwing a load of turf or whatever, and the neighbours will be talking to each other and they'll say, "Was well, a good turf or bad turf?" And if it's bad turf, you'll never get a call. And if it's good turf, everyone will want it. That's the bottom line. Mm. And look at. Yeah, but look, people. you know, the only thing I'll say, Michael, it's all well and good for Eamon Ryan, who is a reasonably wealthy man, you know, yeah. and, and, and the government. Now, in fairness to Leo Varadkar, he doesn't agree with it, and he says on numerous occasions he doesn't agree with it. I don't know about Well, yeah, but hold on, now. hold on. But mind you, no, he, well, he's still yeah, part of government, yeah. I he understand. He doesn't agree with it. Himself and Michal Merton, the Fianna Fáil and the Fianna Gael TDs, have an opportunity over the next week to correct a regulation, because a regulation is written by the department and signed no, by I the know, minister. I know. So they have that opportunity to do that, but the, and we we will be beaten at their door. But the point the point I'm making is in in relation to the big scheme of things and how you know this is. I mean, a few people burning turf in rural Ireland is not going to destroy the planet. Let's be clear about no, it. No, no, if they're burning within the city either or burning within the town, it won't it won't uh, destroy the planet for the simple reason: if you put a blanket over Ireland, we're not going to solve the world crisis. <laughs> and if you look at if you look at what's going on in Ukraine and in other countries where there's bombing going on. Or should go up in carbon in one day and they may have a look today and to be worth anyone's while at the number of planes that's above in the sky. And we're talking about someone burning a few sides of the turf. Because, the because world, they can't the afford any other way of heating their home. Ryan and Co. has gone mad. Simple oh. as that. <laughs> All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. Michael Fitzmaurice, Independent okay. TD, Ross Common. Ryan and Co. are gone mad. He said there was uh, environmental fundamentalists around there. I said, yes, that's the Green Party I think he was referring to. Um, no, I don't think he was referring to them, but I think it is. Right? But I want to know, will it deter you, by the way? You know, the, the the idea of going to jail. Now, to be clear, you can burn your own turf. But it does seem now, the law says that you can burn your own, but as long as you don't do it excessively. What does excessively mean? In January, on the coldest month of the year, for example, when you might have the heating on a lot more than you would normally, or not the heating, the, the fire burning a lot more than you would normally, if you live in rural Ireland and you happen to have a bit of turf, is that excessive burning? I suppose it is. Um, if you give it to your neighbours... Now, here's the, this, the thing. You're allowed to give it to your neighbours, but your neighbour's not allowed to use it, technically speaking, according to the law, because you're not supposed to burn turf that's not yours. So it's all a bit weird, isn't it? You're not allowed to buy it in the garage. You're not allowed to buy it online. You're not allowed to buy it anywhere unless you happen to know the neighbour that has the bog. But, I mean, this is an Irish tradition. 
And it's all well and good for politicians in the middle of a fuel crisis and an energy crisis to bring in legislation saying you're going to send you to jail for two years for burning something that comes out of the ground when they have the money to buy oil and buy gas because they're on a good salary. Probably a lot more than most of you out there, 99% of you out there. So it's easy for them to be disconnected from the legislation they bring in. So I don't know, will the idea of going to jail for two years... Would that stop you from burning turf? That's not yours. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008 or burning turf excessively, even if it is yours. I mean, you might have a heap of turf out there in the field, but you're not in the bog, but you're not allowed to burn it all because you can't burn it excessively. Who checks that, by the way? Uh, okay, S- send us a text or WhatsApp. Maybe you burn turf. Let us know how it's going to affect you. The number is 087-188-0008. It's the cheapest thing out of the ground. Uh, John, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, John? I'm not too bad in yourself. Ah, you're grand. Do you burn a bit of turf? Well, you can't. It's hard to get it in Cork City, actually. No, you would You would get it if you weren't looking for it. Gobby with the uh, days of boarding a Mona. Well, this is it. Well, look, you see what's happening here in this country at the moment. Not only with the turf, right, but right across the board, um, the tail is wagging the dog. And the tail being the Green Party and the dog being the other two clones, right, and the two parties. And that will keep wagging that dog until the spring. Well, they of, need him. They need him to keep a government. Well, they needed the green. That, that, I mean, they needed a party with 3% of the, of the public vote. 3% of the public vote are in government. They needed them to form a government and they yeah. have to pander to them now to keep staying well, government. Well, this is it. Like, the, the Greens will get away with anything they want to do like oh, in yeah. the spring of 2025. Oh, yeah, if they want to charge tax on urine tomorrow, I'm sure the government will just go along would, with it. Yeah. Started, I reckon if they started building gas chambers, they'd nearly get away with it. Oh, well, no, OK, don't go down that route. OK, that's... Yeah. No, but I, 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 there, I tend to... I, 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 here's a forecast I'll give you, right? They have they got right, they one what one councillor they have in Cork Norwich, and the whole thing is when it comes around to the local elections, you'll see the demise starting of the Green Party. When you get to 2025, here's my forecast. No, there won't be one seat for the Greens in Darlene. Okay, let me let me give you their side of the story. Their argument will be, well, look. You know, we're trying to save the planet here. You know, there's a climate policy in place and this is all part of, you know, moving forward with climate change, with climate policy, that we need to stop burning fossil fuels. Yeah, but you see, as Michael Fismarra said there, who has a good time for, because at least he's one of the people up there standing up for rural Ireland, you know, along with the Healy Rays and Matty McGrath and the others. But the thing is, like, I mean, the way they're going on, I mean, like, we're... We're supposed to be the poster boys and girls like, for the rest of the world almost now. I'm sick shit of it now, of this country being held up as that we must do this, we must do that, and we'll be the first to do this and the first to do that. We're a small, tiny little island, like, and the people need to be looked after here. They need proper security, proper health care, proper uh, accommodation, proper fuel to burn in their forest. It keeps them warm and you get this hot in this winter, so we get in the, the... It's not that cold yet. But the thing is, like, I'm just pissed off completely. Of every time I see the programmes, and it's like the swear to God that if we didn't do A, B, or C, the world would collapse. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it. the world is not going to collapse because Ireland is one of the smallest countries in the world. And, you know, I mean, I will argue that, and I've always argued in relation to climate policies, you know, us doing something isn't going to make a huge amount of difference. It's big yeah. countries like, you know, China and Asia and all around Asia. This is this like, no, what you're going to have, no, you're going to have Paddy. India, Pakistan. The, you're, going, no, you're going to have Paddy the tough seller, no, 
he'd be right up there now with Pablo Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> well, dealing dealing in turf in the black market. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead of cocaine, it'll be tough. It'll be Paddy okay, did you Escobar. did you uh, did you burn turf in the day, John? Oh, well, my mother used to burn it years ago there. Like, but uh, now the only good thing, like, which Mary Hanley ever did, apart from being the, the worst head minister we ever had on us, so, uh, that she couldn't be worse than the fellow that's still now. The thing is that um, she brought in, if you remember, in Dublin, that then the banning of the smoky coal. And we've done the same in Cork, like, and it's going to happen in other cities as well. That's no harm because I remember Cork there like, in the winter. Jesus, the smog, like, I mean, you couldn't have a breed going on. Oh, well, I know. I, look, I, I think we got away from that with the smoke, uh, smokeless coals many, many years ago. And I do remember yeah. those times, particularly in a city like, like Dublin or Cork or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I remember coming out of work. I used to work in the Keys when I was about 19 years of age. And literally there was that low-lying smog and that smell of burning coal all across the whole city yeah. during the middle of winter. Yeah, yeah. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean, with the greatest respect, I don't think you ever want, for, I mean, from an air pollution point of view, we don't ever go back there again. Well, no, no, nobody wants to go back to that. But I mean, the, the, this, this, they're a great hand now at threatening people to go be put people into jail, no, for uh, like, stuff like this, when real criminals are walking free. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. well, well, listen, John, I have to go to break. Thank you, John, I appreciate it. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping, the number's 087-188-008. That's 087-188-008. The question is, will you risk the two-year in jail or 12,700 fine? No, I'm not saying you will go to jail, but you could, uh, for burning or excessively burning turf. And, you know, and also, if you're burning turf, that's not yours. You can burn a certain amount if it's your own and you take it off your own bog. And you can also give it to your neighbours for free. Technically speaking, according to the law, they're not meant to be burning it because it's not theirs. So it's all a bit complicated. The law needs to be clarified in relation to it as well. But either way, is the law pointless? And is it, is it I mean, are people going to start ratting on each other? You know, you're going to be walking down the road looking at people's chimneys and reporting them for burning turf because you know the turf. You see the black smoke. Uh, the number's 87 188 That's 87 Will this law deter you from Cutting and burning the turf. Uh, some of the text coming in, Niall, in response, in response to your response time, so that's a good way to start a text, in relation to a guard of Shea I only recently called them when my house had broken into them. Four days later, they eventually arrived after about four phone calls. They said they normally don't call anymore. No, I don't know if they normally don't call to a break-in anymore. I know there's this kind of attitude that, she wasn't the point, you're not going to get anybody for it. I, like them. I don't have to waste guard of time, but I still think they should do it because, as I said, in the UK, they are, they are now guaranteeing they will call out to break-ins because if you don't deal with a problem in society, it's never going to go away. If burglars think that the guards are never going to investigate it, well, then sure, it's easy. Just go rob a house. Anyway, I want to know what response time Ungarda Shukana have had with you. All right. In other words, have you reported a crime to Angarda Shikana? Did you ring them and say, listen, can you come? There's a crime, a what they call a grade two crime, which is not somebody being knifed or attacked or assaulted straight away. Of course, I would like to think they would come very quickly to something like that. But certainly, you know, if your house is broken into or your car was stolen or what sort of response did you get? Was the response time good or did you wait a day and a half like some people? Let me know. The number is 087 You can WhatsApp or text now. Now, getting back to Turf Lee. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Lee? Not too bad, man. How are you? Good, Lee. Do you burn a bit of turf? I do, yeah. Um, always kind of been brought up with turf, really. We buy multiple bags each week. Okay. We went turf cutting, like, when you're younger. Um, like a generational thing. So, mm-hmm. we're always brought up in that sort of environment really okay so where where are you getting the turf now 
you just buy it off the local local fella. Goes around, comes around a couple of times a week. So he's, um, he, I'm assuming he's not going to be coming anymore because as on from Monday, it's illegal. Well, we we haven't heard anything, so I don't know if he's you know if he's going to do it on the sly or, or what the story is. He's he's like an elderly man. Uh, yeah, probably in his sixties, seventies, possibly. So it's kind of. It's been his livelihood for, for as long as well, I never thought of that aspect of it as well. Yeah, there, it is it is a way of earning money by some turf cutters, obviously, to, to, to earn a few quid for themselves as well as, you know, feeding their own fire too. But you'll continue to buy it, will you? Well, as long as it's available. Um, I think it's the best way to heat in the house. Um, it's cheaper than, than coal. Um, you know, I love burning coal as well. But yeah. our, our prices went from something like, 14 euros a bag to, to 22 euros a bag. So, uh, you and have you, th- have you thought about alternative ways of heating your home? I mean, this is the thing that the government would like to encourage you, like, you know, heat exchange and stuff like that. Not really, no. I kind of tra- a bit of traditionalist. I do, you know, especially come up to Christmas now. And, oh, you can't beat an all open fire at Christmas. You can't, you can't, you know, a couple <laughs> it of looks nice. It looks nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, Lee, unless, of course, you're getting turf for free and you're burning it, it isn't, it's not the most economic way to heat a home. Unless, as I said, you get the turf for free or very cheap or you're getting wood or coal for, you know, for a reasonable price. Because the problem with burning, and most houses nowadays come without a chimney, by the way, they don't have chimneys anymore. The problem with burning stuff in a chimney is probably half of the heat goes out through the roof. Well, I do get that as well, but I think you have to look at um, the alternative methods that the government proposed that that they try and encourage you to use. That's kind of bring me back to my original point where my girlfriend, her parents live in a council house um, and they got a letter from the council to say, you know, they're going to be removing the fireplace, blocking up, and they're going to be pulling out ranges and have... Uh, Stoves, that type of thing, and they're going to be replacing them with a non-electric heating system. The heat exchange, yeah. Yeah, which I think is madness in the current. Well, yeah, well if the council yeah. are doing it for free for people, which they are, I don't think most people would turn that down if they're getting it done for nothing. Well, I'm sure it's done for free, but then at the end of the day, they've still got to pay their. No, it's not going to pay the bills or the electricity bills. So. Yeah, okay, but, but I, the point is, the, the two years in jail or the threat of you going to jail for two years or a €13,000 fine if somebody snitches on you, that's not going to bother you, no? No, but I would love to know how many people will actually go to jail. Know, go to court. Remember the COVID times we had and we did have the curtain twitchers and... I, I can't remember too many people ever going to jail, really, or went to... I don't think, I don't think during COVID anyone went to jail for breaking the 10K rule or whatever it was. People were brought before the courts, I do know that, but I don't think anyone went to jail. No, I think no. it was just a fine. I, I don't think it was 13,000 or anything. No, anywhere close to that. Something <laughs> no. a lot smaller. Okay, but I think people will still be reasonably obedient. That's the problem, isn't it? When we have a bad law, sometimes bad laws are made to be broken. Now you understand that. Stay there for a second. Let me just go to Michal as well. Michal, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How you doing, Michal? Gee, good, your Gee, great, talk to You'd have gurm on your leave road, wouldn't you? I'm sweating, cutting turf. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea if that was good Irish or not. I was going. <laughs> You'd have a pain in your yeah, goonies. Uh, Michal! Okay, get, getting back to the turf. Do you burn a bit of turf? Uh, yeah, I go up at the turf 
and I don't see anything wrong with cutting turf. I think that's a load of bit crap. It's like the farmers and the cows. They want to do everything. There must be a million ways of, of uh, getting this ozone layer into order, whatever the emissions are. Well, the ozone layer, that, that, was the, that was back in the 80s. We were all going to die because there was a hole in the ozone layer. It turned out the no, hole no, filled in or something like that. I don't know. They're only going one field further now to tell you don't cut the turf and that's interfering with the gas and the emissions and everything else, which is... Uh, which they call them the ozone layer. But I don't see anything wrong with cutting the turf. I've put it all my life and I need to stay cutting it. Okay, and do you, do you burn the turf you cut? I cut it for myself or maybe my family, my brothers are that now. We cut it for ourselves but we don't sell it. We need it for ourselves. It's a hard job cutting it. I won't sell it. Right, okay. And would you would you go too much turf during the winter then? Would you burn, would you have the fire on all day? Oh, good God, no, I don't be there. But uh, we light it in the evening, that, and for Saturdays or Sundays now, I light it probably for half the day. Right. I'll call, yeah, the winter day. What I would call, I'd use a lorry lorry, probably, what, two or three tonne of turf, between two and three tonne of turf in a year. Right, okay. I think that's a lot, but that's the most I could use. Now, come Christmas, any of my friends, I all give them a bag, they're all from the country, and they love the smell of turf for the Christmas. The smell of the turf, the smell of the burning turf for the Christmas. I, I know, I know. It is, it is very reminiscent of an Irish Christmas fire, isn't it? To see the the yeah. the the the, uh, the board among the turf sitting in the fire many years ago. That was what we used to see. It's a sight to see where people help together and come perfect harmony. The songs about it. Is I, I, well, unfortunately, that picture is going to be a picture that will go down in history because it will not be repeated very soon because we will get to a point very, very soon where they will ban the burning of turf completely. Uh, how do you feel about that? I don't feel good about it. No, I know. No, I don't think good. Do you have an alternative, Michal? Do you have an alternative? Pardon? Do you have an alternative way of heating your home? What the alternative way? Spin the fortune? Well, the alternative is you have to. Well, you can't even use oil or gas anymore. You're not allowed to do that anymore now. Um, yep. Heat exchange is the alternative, isn't it? Or solar panels, or whatever it happens to be. Solar panels are seven to ten thousand pounds in your house, whichever it is, and then you only provide a certain amount of DSP, and then you're in an argument. Like the amount of arguments that Lynn, I know a friend of mine got in this uh, solar panel, and it's generating so much, and he's entitled to get so much back. He's it's up a windmill as well. So what to get so much back in? Yeah, that, that hasn't happened. Yeah. It's a load of crap because they get, all they're getting done is aggravation. Yeah, I know. I believe the people aren't actually getting the money they were promised. In, in relation to cutting the turf, when, what age were you when you start cutting turf? Uh, I started footing turf with my father. I've probably been around three or four and I started going to the bog. And I was about 12 or 14 you know, when I participated in the cutting of it. And I could still cut slain turf. You cut it left-handed or right-handed. You had to be ambidextrous. And what was the name of that tool they used to cut the turf with? Slain. A, a slain? Okay, and when, when I mean for people for people who are not familiar with how you cut the turf, so you use the slain to cut the slabs, uh, and it's done like a wall. Yeah, there's two different yeah, there's two different ways of cutting turf. It depends on the bog because the bog will be like thousands of years old. The bog grows six inches in every hundred years, and that is the the, the scientific answer to that. Six and so six inches every hundred years. Okay, every hundred years the bog grows. So when you're cutting turf and it is six or seven feet high, that bog is a fair, is a fair age. And, and the deeper down you go, the darker and the more compressed the turf is, and it's blacker, and it's the better turf. It might be more brittle, but it's the better turf. Well, well because it's more compressed, of course, yeah. More compressed and it gives far better heat. Right, um, and so then when, when you cut the turf, uh, so you cut off a few slabs off the wall and you put it into your wheelbarrow and then you bring it out to a shed, I assume, how long do you have to leave it then to dry out? 
First of all, you have to clean the bank. The top footer too would be crap. And you put them into the hole that you left last year when you were cutting last year. Then you have two is you have to dig it a foot lane, which means the grain is going the wrong way, it's going the down way. You dig it foot lane, standing up and digging it like you dig your garden. The second one the one we had is you, you cut into bank. It's in front of you, like a wall in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you dig it, dig it, you dig it that, and you fill your wheelbarrow turf anywhere, 12 to 16 sods, it depends on how hard you are. You roll it out, hands up to 50 yards, it depends on how long you're, much you're going to cut. And after four or five days, you knock it back then because it's four sides high. You knock it back and let the weather get at it and dry it. And it depends on the weather. If the weather is very good a month later, like you're beginning to, to foot it. Okay. Stack it up for that. And, and, and you can burn it after that then? So the, the, the turf you well, cut well, this no, year, you... Well, you cut, no, but you leave it season. It depends on the weather. Like, you could have bad weather and it might be three-quarters dry. And if it's three-quarters dry and it's good turf, the rain hops off of it. But if it's bad turf and spodge, as we call it, that means it's spodge. like a Spodge. I never heard that term. Spodge. Okay, yeah. Spide, that's turf. It's like a sponge, and it's the Irish sponge, and like okay. it rains, it soaks the water again. So, so basically, the turf that I cut this year in the summer, will I be, I'll be able to burn that for the winter, hopefully. Yes, you will. Sit yeah. back, man, and put your feet up. <laughs> you will be. You, you cut your turf in March, and one time, Lord mercy me, Dad, we used to have the turf cut before the 17th of March. You do the bog cut, ready to cut the turf. And, and the, and, the 18th of March, you're cutting it. And Lee was saying now that, that there's a lad goes around his area, an old lad, and he sells the turf off the back of the, the truck or whatever it is, so he's cutting it himself. Now, as in from Monday last, that's now illegal. Do you think many people will be worried about the two years in jail or will they continue to sell it, do you think? I don't know where they're going to put them in jail because they're funding our nationals. I don't oh, know where they're going to put them Well, okay, you, 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 see, now you're going down a different route. I'm asking you, do you think it'll deter people from selling it? And uh, no, I don't think so. I might deter the hour of the day they're going out to sell it. And who's to prove they're selling it? If you come up to me and I think there's somebody around, well, hold on, there's somebody keeping an eye on that, and can you come back to me? Or where do you live? And I'll drop it to your door. One time they thought it was a horse and cart or the donkey and cart. That's right. And now they're selling the pickup truck. Yeah, they are indeed. All right, listen, Miha, thank you for that. Thank you, Lee, as well. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping, then there's 087 I'll take a few calls after the break, by the way, in relation to Garda Shekana. Because um, you might have heard on the news that they're reporting this uh, 40% of Garda stations across the country have recorded an increase in crime last year compared to pre-COVID levels, or certainly the record number that we had in 2019. Remember, of course, 2019 was a record year for crime. And yet, you'd imagine during lockdowns there would be less crime. But no, according to the guards, they had a 40% increase. Now, I don't believe there's been an increase in crime to some degree. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say that liberally. I think there's been more reporting of crime, certainly. Absolutely more reporting of crime. Um, and probably less guards to deal with it, sadly. But do you believe they're doing a good job at responding to those crimes? That's the question today. Not, I mean, when they get there, I think they do a good job. And I think the guards, I don't have a go of the guards. They do a good job with limited resources. But when it comes to response time, so you, you arrive home, your house has just been broken into. Literally, you, you see the fellas running off up the road, right? Years ago, it was with a telly under the arm. Nowadays, they just take money and jewellery. So you see the fellas running up the road, your house has just been broken into, or your car has just been stolen. You ring the Garda Shikana, either 999 or your local station, whichever you normally would ring. And what is the response time? How long does it take them to get to your house? Are they there in 10 minutes? What's the problem? Can we catch them? Or does it take a day and a half, as one WhatsApper sent us in a message? The guards arrived a day and a half later. Somebody else sent in a text and said four days. That's ridiculous. 
I'm asking you, how quickly do they actually get to your house? Do we need to change the way we're policing? In the UK, there's a big conversation at the moment about the way we, we police and the way they police, that they need to go back to the old ways. Greater Manchester Police have done it and had great results. Massive increases, 46% increase in arrests, uh, something like 60% increase in actually catching the criminals because their response time is quicker. So I'm asking you, is the response time good? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 8 And if you have any more calls on the turf, we'd like to hear them too. Richie sent me a wonderful photograph there. He said there are ways around everything and I see a picture of some turf on a shelf outside somebody's house for sale and it says, it says on the sign, bags of decorative hardened Irish mud for sale. Yeah, if you label it differently, I think it's still turf really, isn't it? I think they'd know it's turf. Anyway, let me go to Brendan. Brendan, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How you doing, Brendan? Hi, Brendan. Oh, hi, Neil. Yeah, yeah you're, I, you're I, Brendan, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, Tuesday Blues. Uh, I, I'm Just to say, I, I'm in Cork, right, but like two years in prison doesn't sound too bad. They can feed them, you know, they'll have no electricity bills. Yeah. They can give them food, they'll have warmth. And cold. So all the old people in Ireland should get tough and burn it and burn it. You know, um, because it could uh, be, it, it, I suppose, it'd be better in prison than being in a war, uh, cold house. Yeah, my mum is 93 years of age, right? Yeah, uh, so she lives on her own, independent. And uh, she says to me, uh, What about he? I said, Turn your heat on, turn your lights on, don't be a bit afraid. Yeah. We're in position, or we are in a position to help her, but what about the poor people that aren't? Yeah. I was with my mother last night, I had to help her to bed and get her clean and stuff like that. But what I'm trying to say is, what about the poor people that are in the secluded areas of Ireland to have no one around? Yeah. That are afraid. Why, I mean, like, why would Eamon Ryan ever wake up and look around? Well, for some and people, and turf is the only way to eat the home. Of course it is. You know, you run the TD double ago, like, and, and that's understandable. You know, they're around the country. Yeah. Like, he did say one thing that I didn't agree with, like, when he said that about the blanket over Ireland, sure. But if all the small countries were to think like that, do you know what I mean? We'd be in the I think, I think the point he was making has been made quite a lot in relation to climate change. When you look at the real damage that's been done around the world in relation to CO2, yeah. if you want to go down that route, you know, the likes yeah. of China, India, Pakistan, and larger countries. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they don't give a damn. I mean, they're building refineries and coal burners and everything. They don't care. Yeah, so, so the point what I mean? is, what's what's the point in a small country like Ireland? That's I think really, exactly. you know, doing everything and and by the way, affecting our way of life when realistically it's not going to make an ounce of difference because people are doing other countries are doing country. That's the point, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but they don't know. We 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 have um, we have um, you know heat and stuff like that. We're lucky, but what I'm trying to say is that like, don't leave them born away. You know, I I, was, I think you you'd have called on there earlier, John. That fella, he's not necessarily the only talk on the radio often. Yeah, <laughs> from Cork. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he he made a few comments that I didn't agree with uh, about uh, the T-shirt and and, and and the stuff like that. Uh, but I, it, I, I think uh, the point everybody's making—it's all well and good for Eamon Ryan or Leo Varadkar. I mean, and by the way, you know, Martin oh, yeah, yeah, Morris yeah, is right in what he says about Leo Varadkar and uh, Michal Martin. If they disagree with the Green Party, they should say it. But they want—they're not going to say it because they don't want to lose the government. They don't want an election, so they're pandering to a party that has three percent of the population right behind them. Right. So the right. point is. I mean, if they don't agree with it and they think it's wrong and the very fact that they're politicians and they earn a substantial amount of money, Eamon Ryan is never going to have to worry how he eats his home. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I but, but Mary or John in the middle of rural Ireland, you know, with an older bungalow house that has a bit of turf outside or the neighbour up the road is selling turf from the back of a van to keep them all cheaply, you know, keep them warm during the winter. Sure, what about it? 
Yeah, but sure, I, I, I passed the place there outside Cork City on, on my way to McCroom, and there was a truck at the side of the road selling turf. Yeah. Well, people, are, well, people are still selling it. So I, I'm waiting to see the first case, because that's going to be interesting if they actually bring someone laughable. to court. It's laughable, actually. We, no, no one, well, no one is a dumb Irish with, 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 with people <laughs> like them in, in, in the dial. Grace sending somebody out from the council to, to, to measure the, for, 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 <laughs> okay, yeah, I know, that. I know. I mean, how do you, you know, how do you define? Do you, it's impossible, you know. How do you do it? How do you define that that certain burning is a nuisance? I mean, what? You're, because your neighbour thinks it's a nuisance. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make it doesn't add up. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. Well, if, I can remember in my days in in the sixties, I'd be a bit older than you. And and my mother turned up the lane or off the ground to, to heat the fires, you know what I mean, the coal yeah. and, and stuff like that. And the smoke was, was there, but it was, it was, that's the way it was, and this is the way it is now. Unfortunately, like, like people seem to think we're still Irish. Well, Europeans now, you know what I mean? Well, I mean yeah, well, yeah, but it's okay to be Irish too, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, but what I'm trying to say, like when John was on about what they say in Europe, we must hop. We have to hop because we're hostage to them, though. The sovereignty is after being sold. So we must do what they say. Do you know what I, I mean? And do you agree with that? I don't agree with this. No, not at all. Do you know what I mean? Okay, but I mean, let, well, let me ask you a question completely disconnected from the question I asked you initially. If you had a vote tomorrow and there was a referendum to leave or stay in the European Union, would you stay or leave? I'd leave. Oh, just curious. I was just curious. Let me go. Stay there a second. Let me go to Michael as well. Michael, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Michael? Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Now, Michael, you're dis- it says on my screen, you're disabled and you burn yes. turf to stay warm. Yes, exactly. Simple as that, Niall, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when, when you say you're disabled, can you, are, you, are, you, are you mobile? Can you get up and about? No, I have a mental um, challenge I have, like, a mental disability. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, okay, I yeah. get that, okay. So, and where do you get the turf? Do you buy it? I guess, I guess I buy it, like, you know, I do buy it, yeah, like, it's yeah. kind of expensive, but I buy it. I have to have it over the winter months to heat up the house, like, you know what I mean, and... And also they're going to burn the turf, turf as well as the oil as well. Is that right? Well, well, the oil. I think by twenty twenty five, you won't be able. Uh, it'll be illegal oh, to install an oil an oil boiler. Yeah, I think. But, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, by twenty twenty five, yeah, plumbers will not be allowed to install them. Oh my god! Yeah, well, I, th- I don't think you can install them at the moment. Now, I think I think they're almost kind of finished installing yeah. new ones. Any also, new house also, now also is built with no chimney. Yeah, yeah. Also, the, the modern day houses now have no chimney. No, there's no, no fireplace. No fireplace. Yeah, no, they're terrible. Like you know. But, well, but, well, well, you think it's terrible, but some some people who are all greeny green, they think it's great. Yeah, like I couldn't just finish it alone, too. Like you know, how the hell do I go for solar panels or a stove or alternative ways of. of um, Energy, like you know. I, yeah, I, but the only the only thing I will say in the defence of you know getting rid of the fireplace is, I mean, the fireplace uh, is a, it's part of history. I mean, well, of course, the, it's a I mean, but from the Stone Age, I mean, people built fireplaces. But realistically, it's not very. A fireplace is not efficient. It looks no. lovely, but it's not efficient. Well, it keeps it warm, right? Yeah, it does. But unfortunately, things cost money nowadays. So, I mean, the likes of gas and electricity, you know, do heat or gas and oil and electricity do heat a home better than a fireplace. Generally speaking, unless you're getting the stuff you're throwing into it for free, as well too. Like oil costs <laughs> a fortune, you know. You know. And, yeah. um, okay. So what are you what are you going to do, Michael? I don't have much time. What are you going to do when they they've made it illegal to sell it now? So what are you going to do? Where are you going to get it from? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You can't get it. You can't get it. But I'm sure there's ways of means. Like, you know. What, what are I mean? you going to burn instead of it? 
maybe timber or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's gone up in price. You won't be burning that nowadays. <laughs> you might as well be throwing money into the fireplace. Yeah, throw money into the fireplace. <laughs> we'd be lot of throwing into the fireplace. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think you'd be throwing money in quicker than you'd be throwing timber in these days. That's right. Yeah, 21 euro now locally here for a three bins if it gets like. You know, it's crazy, you know. Oh, hey, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, you won't be buying them anymore. L- listen. I, th- I, th- I think there's Damon Ryan He's in Cuckoo Land. Is he? Is he? All right, okay. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks very much indeed, Brendan, as well. Uh, Also, some voice notes, by the way, coming in here in relation to it as well. A lot of people not very happy about this. Um, People say, Niall, I buy turf all the time. I'm not going to stop. The guy in our area still uh, is going to deliver it. And he has promised he's going to continue delivering it. Hi, Niall. How are you? Derek here from Kilkenny. Yeah, we burn turf. We get turf off a relation of ours and we get it every year. And we use the turf to heat the house and sometimes to help us to cook a Stanley 90. We have a Stanley 90 and we put the turf into Stanley 90 and it heats the oven and so far it heats the water. Well, yep. if they're going to charge us for or fine us for, for burning turf, let them fine us. I don't give a damn. I'd, I'd keep burning and burning turf until it comes over my ears and I'd, I'd go to jail for it too. Well, there you go. He'd go to jail for it. He'd be burning it in jail. Well, it does. And now, can I just point out at the moment, it's not illegal to burn turf. The legislation doesn't say that. It says that you can't burn it excessively as long as you own a bog. You can burn it, but you can't burn it excessively. Or you can't burn it if it's not yours. In other words, if you purchased it from somebody. Now, it's a bit. The legislation is complicated because you can cut turf and give it to your neighbours. But technically speaking, your neighbours are not allowed to burn it. But then again, they didn't really buy it, did they? That you got, they got it for nothing. So you could just, I suppose if you're still going around door to door selling it, you could just pretend you're giving it away for free and then you're not really breaking the law, are you? Uh, anyway, but there will be, the point I was making is, in a couple of years' time, I imagine they will continue to enhance this legislation whereby you will not be able to burn it at all. Wouldn't that be an awful pity for people in rural Ireland? It just goes to show you how disconnected politicians are with their nice big salaries. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.